Hello and welcome to Big Ideas, a podcast from Texas State University. I'm your host, Dan Seed from the University School of Journalism and Mass Communication. We're excited to be back for another year here on Big Ideas, and we kick things off discussing the common experience for 2021-22, and this year's theme is compassion. We're joined by Dr. Erica Nielsen, the Director of the Common Experience and a Senior Lecturer in the University College. Dr. Nielsen, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So for us here on campus, the common experience is a big deal, but for the uninitiated, our listeners out there, just give us some insight basically into what it is. Um, So this is the university's academic theme. It's targeted towards first-year students, but everyone can be involved. So undergraduates, graduates, faculty staff, community members. And each year, there is a different theme that is chosen by a committee. And this year's theme, of course, is compassion. There's a book related to it called The Common Reading, and then all of the events that flow under that theme of compassion. And as you said, each year, the common experience has a new theme. Compassion is this year, which I think we all need a little bit more compassion over the last 18 months following that. What went into that choice as a theme? So probably like two or three years ago, started having conversations with um, Mr. Craig Amit over in School of Music, who directs the men's choir and also Voca Libre. And he was very interested in exploring, could we have a theme on compassion? Started discussing that. He'd actually done something similar at Montana State University. They have a compassion project. And he was so amazed at the campus involvement, the community involvement, and he wanted to see something similar at Texas State, besides just having his own personal interest in mindfulness, compassion that kind of thing. So it sprung out of that. And then he proposed that theme last year in March. And the committee was very interested, especially uh, considering everything that we've gone through, I guess, now in the past two years. uh, So it fit really well. In that theme of compassion, the end goal of it, what do you hope people take from this year-long experience in terms of becoming more compassionate, becoming more mindful? What's the end goal for people as they experience the events and readings and, and all that goes into it to make our campus community at large more compassionate? My hope, right, our hope is that people reflect on the subject, the topic of compassion, But what also is cool about this year's theme is we're also talking a lot about, can you view anything you're doing through a lens of compassion? So just taking the time to understand what it is, and then can we use it in our day-to-day life? We also talk a lot about, in the common experience, the path of opportunity that students or anyone who's attending event, not only do they learn something, but then they can go away and like do something with that information. I know Twister, the the director, the previous director, uh, always gave a great illustration. We had a speaker that talked about the pile of plastic crap in the ocean. Um, And students don't want to go and like be angry or sad about it. And like, that's it. They want to learn, like, what can I do in my kitchen? Right. What can I do in five years to make a difference? So we really stress that. Another thing that is a new initiative that I want to start doing research on more and highlighting is student involvement student-led, student-created events so that they become even more a part of the process. Um, So yeah, just being immersed in that topic and then being able to reflect and actually do something with the the topic. And so for yourself, and we'll get much more into common experience events that are planned, uh, you know, what people can attend, what to get out of it this year. But 
for yourself, having the committee picking this in the spring, and now here we are putting it forward in the fall, have you found yourself kind of stepping back and taking this idea of compassion and looking at personal life, academic life, dealing with students through that prism a little bit more since you started to explore this topic? Yes. I will also give you a backstory. So once upon a time when I was an undergraduate at Texas A&M, I used to, I used to be on the cycling team and I was in a really, really horrible cycling accident. I got hit by a truck and I used, in order to like make my way to recover, I used yoga, meditation and self-compassion practices to help me. Later on, I actually became a yoga teacher. And then as I pursued higher education, I actually, my dissertation for my PhD involved mindfulness and self-compassion practices. Um, so I've already been and heavily invested in this. And so it's a really great reminder, right? Because sometimes, especially if we're teachers of it, sometimes we forget, like we should be practicing principles of yoga or meditation. So it's always a really nice reminder, especially when it's like fresh and reaching out to first year students. I'm like, oh yeah, remember, you need to practice mindfulness too. <laughs> yeah, first year students definitely need that, right? They definitely, it's a big transition, especially now to be able to have that moment of calm and zen and, and be able to look at life a little differently. What do you like best about chairing, be, being the director of Common Experience as it relates to working with those first year students and having an impact on maybe, you know, changing their outlook or the way that they perceive the world? Oh gosh, there's so many things. I just love the freshness of like listening to, to students who are first year students, because it definitely changes who I am. As we get older, we start, this is the way we do things, but to have students also be my teachers. Like I always tell students, this is, not, this is actually kind of a yoga greeting. The student in me honors the student in you and the teacher in me honors the teacher in you. That's so I love getting that, <laughs> that fresh perspective from that students can offer when I feel a little stuck. Uh, so I think that's what's really fun. And I do like that the theme changes every year. My life is definitely not boring. I'm usually like working on two themes at once now, sometimes three, as we prepare, you know, as we're living one theme and then thinking about the next year. But yeah, I just love the fresh perspective of new students. And for these new students, why is this event, not just this year, but in general, why is this such an important thing for them to take part in and to be exposed to year after year with all these different themes? What, why do we do this with our first year students? So I think the Common Experience, um, along with other like student organizations, is helping to establish that community Right. And we know not only from a research based perspective, but just personally, right, when we find community, we're more likely to stay, we're more likely to thrive. So if the common experience can be one of those communities right through an event or the creation of an event through networking with faculty and staff. Um, and we, if we can provide that opportunity for students to have community that's that's super huge right they're just going to be better holistically. And with these events where you're creating this sense of community when they when they step on campus, walk us through again, for those that aren't familiar with Common Experience, this is not just a, a weekend or a week-long thing. This is something that extends throughout the entire school year. What do you have planned? What are some of the highlights for this year? For the planning, so like usually like March, April, right, the theme is chosen. And so then we have a Common Experience Committee, faculty, staff, and students who are thinking about different events that can go on and prepping those for the uh, fall and spring semester. And then once students get here, right, we're in trying to invite them into the conversation. What kind of events do you want to see? 
In the planning, we are currently looking at, um, we've been talking to speakers reps to try to get the author here virtually. The author, Henry James Garrett of This Book Will Make You Kinder is located in the UK. So uh, we will, we're going to attempt to get him here on campus. We have Temple Grandin. Currently, she is scheduled to be here October 21st. So she is an autism advocate and she also has done a lot for the cattle industry in the United States, more humane treatment of cattle. Let's see, there's always amazing discussions uh, with philosophy dialogues. Uh, in fact, they probably contribute to most of the events for the common experience, right? Discussing empathy, compassion. I just spoke with another individual about an event about compassionate consent, about navigating boundaries with people. And so I'm super interested in that. They came from an individual in philosophy. Oh, what else do we have? Oh, this one's super fun, super, super fun. And we're actually asking for submissions right now. So Alkec One, I don't know if you all have gotten to experience the amazing space of Alkec One, but if you haven't, go, go have a tour. They are encouraging students to submit creations, not just art, but creations that can then be implemented using all of the tools that Alkec One has. And then there's going to be a committee that decides, you know, which of these creations are the most amazing. And those will be on display in the spring. So that call went out. And currently, the creations that won for the dynamics here are still up in Alkec 1. So if you walk into Alkec 1, like on the bottom floor, and you look to the left, they're, they're up there. That's very interesting. And Alkec 1, for people that don't know, is in the Alkec Library here at Texas State. It's a series of technology-focused spaces, first floor of the library. It's this idea of having this culture of creation, right? Immersive reality, media, information, digital design, which is very cool that you guys are reaching out in that, that realm, right? To really involve the students in this kind of way in this process of, of coming together. And this, this common experience, many universities have this kind of thing for freshmen, right? Or incoming students where you're given a book and you know we want you all to read this. What differentiates the common experience here at Texas State from elsewhere? As Twister, the past director and I, have, we have done our research. We found out that most other universities pick a common reading first and then they pursue a theme or multiple themes associated with that event. Sometimes they are with that theme with that book. Maybe they only have like one event, maybe 10 events. And most of them are at the beginning of the year or even during the summer as students are preparing. We have noticed in our research that not a lot of universities pick a theme and then a book, right? And then have events all year long. So yeah, we found out that as far as like a number of events, I believe in the past couple of years, you know, over 200 events. And so yes, we love numbers in Texas, right? We're big, we got big numbers. <laughs> But what that does is it, since students are asked to go to a certain number of events for their university seminar class, which is a requirement for first year students, then they can choose something they actually want to go to, not something that they are told to go to. So they could see an event, right? Oh, it's like compassion and health sports sciences, right? Or uh, compassion and engineering or philosophy, whatever it might be. They'll find something that actually like that really draws me to it. We have all these events, as you mentioned, you know, bigger events scattered throughout the school year. But let's start, I guess, with, with this book that students, incoming students have. The, the name of the book is really interesting. This book will make you kinder. 
which makes me want to pick the book up, right? It's like, it's telling me that it's going to work by Henry James Garrett. So tell us a little bit about this book. Why was this book chosen? And, and again, what do you hope that people get from this particular book? So just to give you a little background, the Common Reading Committee, 20 to 25 people, the faculty, staff, and students, right? We we get the theme and then we look at different books. Um, and it seems that in the past three years, the book that we choose comes right at the very end. Like we're just not satisfied with the different selections that we have. And so Twister and I were just like, you know, looking at websites and he found that one. It had little cartoons and drawings and right, anything with visual literacy is always an extra plus not only for you know student engagement, but then we're also thinking about social media interaction as well. As we're reading through it, it has a lot of practical advice. It talks about something that I was really drawn to is that a lot of times we have empathy limiting mistakes that prevent us from being kind. And so teaching us to be aware of those empathy limiting mistakes, right? Being present to other people. And I think that's definitely uh, something we all need, right? Just to stop and be present to someone or something, some experience. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of popped up there at the end. Twister was the one that found it online. So I'm a literacist by trade. Two of my degrees are literacy education. Um, and to have those images and to be able to like unpack them and to know that for most, right, human beings, we're very attracted to images. And so I like that extra little perk there. <laughs> This year, starting you know in the summer and leading up to the school year, well, really last year it was about flexibility, right? Be flexible and be flexible. And we've come back to some semblance of normal early this year, but we still have to have that mindfulness, I suppose, as faculty. In what ways do you hope that this experience here, the literature, events, can maybe help faculty navigate a difficult time for us as well, where it's like, you've got to do what you need to do, but you also have to recognize the needs of students, maybe more than ever. I think part of that is going to be like listening to individuals' stories, their lived experiences, and also taking the time not only to listen to students' you know, stories, but to take time and listen to your own story and to practice the self-compassion involved with that, right? I know most faculty and staff are, you know, they're juggling a, a lot of different responsibilities, not only at, at work, but outside work. And so just to be able to stop and be present to yourself and your own lived experience. So I hope that, again, not just an academic tool, but yeah, a personal tool to stop and offer yourself some self-compassion. And it kicks college off for our students in a great way, playing off what you just said, that college isn't just about the academics, right? It, it, it's about learning how to live life, learning how to better yourself and find yourself in, in some form or fashion. Yes, academics, very important. But again, if there's there's no community supporting you in those academics, right? To listen to your life, to your your challenges, your trials, your tribulations, your joys, then what, what does that really mean, right? That might feel very empty to some, some people. Coming back, as I mentioned, this year where, where things are a bit more, quote, normal, as opposed to last year when people were all over the place and, and it had to be incredibly difficult to put this together last year. But how glad are you to, to have everybody, for the most part, back here to be able to partake in, in that sense of community we're not just boxes on a screen. We're, we're able to come together in these environments. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love that. So I'm also 
besides being a literacy person, I'm also a performer. I'm a vocalist. And when I teach, I perform like students are like, oh my gosh, sometimes you're a little much. <laughs> so yeah, needing that audience to see reactions, right? Because sometimes if people are hidden behind a little black box, you don't know what's going on. So yeah, it's really meant a lot to me just like to see students in class and to, it'll be great to like see events happening again, see people gathered though safely. <laughs> and I was going to ask about that, right? So, so you have these events and people coming together. What challenges did our current situation present you guys as you're planning these events and meetups and whatnot throughout this academic year? Um, so we definitely learned a lot from last year, but we now we know, right, the importance and like even for some of our big events, right, if you are going to have it in person, we'll also have the opportunity to put that online so that if somebody's parent is in Waxahachie, they can watch the event too. They're like, oh, I want to see Temple Grandin. We got that. But a lot of times for events, here, especially if they're larger, having contingency plans. Like it was, I was even talking to speakers bureaus earlier this week. And for most of that, it's like, yes, we are planning in person, but then like, even in the contract, there's caveats for like, okay, then if, you know, it might be virtual or it is postponed. So yes, in the world of event planning, things are, they got more complex, but now we also know we have multiple plans. So, and then just having like, you know, different resources available and making sure that there's hand sanitizer available and, and masks and all that kind of stuff. But um, yes, we've definitely learned a lot in the past few years in, in the event planning world. <laughs> and I was to say, again, a perfect theme, right? This idea of mindfulness and, and having to go through this where you almost do have to roll with the punches it has to help, right? I mean, being able to center oneself and realize, okay, I can handle this and step back. It's a really good theme in that regard. In terms of these events that, that you're talking about, you mentioned, you know, parents checking in on some of the virtual events. Are these events exclusively for students or is this something that's opened up to the community, the public at large? We gear most things towards first year students. But everything for the, well, for the most part, everything is open to, you know, like I said, undergraduates, graduates, faculty, staff, community members. In fact, one of our initiatives has been to like talk more with the San Marcos and other local communities to say like, how can we, how can we get you here? Or can we have events that are off campus, right? Because we know our parking is crazy up here on the hill. So, but for the most part, everything's open and even most, most events are free, right? The only events that cost anything are usually associated with some of the events like in fine arts, which is like their operating costs and stuff like different performances, right? Musicals, that kind of thing. But yeah, for the most part, our events are truly open to everyone. It is a truly common experience. It's a good tagline right there, I think, for the <laughs> right? common experience, right? So, so Dr. Nielsen, how can people find out more information about the common experience as we start to kick things off here? So they can go to our website on the Texas State website. So if you just type in Texas State Common Experience, you'll find us. If you are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're even on TikTok, LinkedIn, TXSTCE is our, our handle on all of our platforms. Um, and so we announce events there too. So website and then also social media. And as you mentioned, right, things are still in the works, waiting on things to kind of move forward here so you can make some announcements. So people can check all those channels, certainly uh, media channels, meaning website, social media for any sort of updates, I would imagine, as things come down the pike. And we are very excited to have this theme 
for Common Experience. We're very excited to have it back. And I hope that everything goes well and smoothly for you all as you, you put this event on. Thank you so much. Well, Dr. Erica Nielsen, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. And thank you for being with us for this episode of Big Ideas. Until next month, stay well and stay informed. Big Ideas TXST is a presentation of Texas State University and the Division of University Advancement. Subscribe to experience more innovative, thought-provoking content. If you like what you hear, consider leaving us a starred review, five if possible. The views expressed during this program are those of the individual participants and do not necessarily represent those of the university. Big Ideas is hosted by Daniel Seed, produced by Jamie Bloschke, with technical assistance provided by Manuel Garcia. Strategic consultant is Kelly Raz.